As someone who grew up in a Catholic family, I've always been interested in people who follow other branches of Christianity, or also follow completely different religions. My guest this week is Emily Hilton, a volunteer of the Manchester University Christian Union. I'm talking to her today to find out more about how she became religious, her philosophy on religion itself, and I'm also going to be talking to her about the activities of the Christian Union and how she finds working with lots of different groups of people on a weekly basis. And finally, I want to try and find out why Christianity and religion more widely is becoming less popular in modern society, especially amongst younger people. So here is my interview with Emily. I hope you enjoy it. Okay, so uh, so Emily, firstly, what was your upbringing like in the religious sense? So I um, came to faith later on. I wasn't brought up in a Christian family. Actually, my mum and dad aren't, well, they weren't Christians. And I went to a state school that wasn't um, related to any Christianity. And um, yeah, so uh, I definitely didn't have a Christian upbringing. Um, when I was 12, I went to church because I was a member of the Girl Guides and that was based in the church. So we actually had to go. Well, we didn't have to go, but they recommended us going um, to show our face because we used the church building and we got a box of Maltesers if we went along. So I actually went to church for the first time because I wanted the Maltesers and my mum took me along um, because, yeah, obviously she dropped me yeah, off of course, and yeah, just yeah. stayed. And I started asking some more questions and my mum and I actually came to faith together which is really nice. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good one, actually, because, I mean, a lot of people who are religious, uh, surely, you know, it's a generational thing, you know, their parents are religious and their grandparents are religious. Uh, and it's like a family kind of thing. But with you, it was very individualistic. Is that quite common amongst the people that you know at university, among, amongst the Christian Union? Or is that, is that, you know, is that different? So I would say that most people, even those that were brought up in a Christian family, have their own story of when they actively chose to accept Christianity because being brought up in a Christian family doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to be a Christian at the end of the day you've got to come to that decision on your own and you've got to weigh up the views of both Christians and non-Christians um, what you believe and just come to that conclusion yourself so I'd say out of my friends um, a good 50% of them came to faith later on and 50% would say Yes, they were brought up in a Christian household, but they didn't come to know Christ until they were in their teens. What would you say was your turning point? Um, you said that you mentioned that you, you, the, one of the turning points for you was going to the church when you were in the guides. Um, was there a specific moment where you thought this is really the, the pathway and the avenue that I would like to take with my life? So the joy of Christianity is that you're always learning more. Every time you open the Bible, you see something new, you find out more. Every time you meet a new Christian, you find their story and you add to your story. So it is a constant story. Like when you become friends with someone, for example, and you start that relationship, you constantly get to know them and you build that relationship and strengthen that relationship. So it's the same with God. So he knows us. He knows everything about us, but I don't know everything about him. So every day is a new day and every day I'm getting to know him more and more. So I'd say, yes, when I was um, in, when I was 12 and accepted Christ into my life, that was the first step of many along my journey of Christianity and getting to know God. And I would say there are quite a few 
uh, turning points that I've seen and when I've been like, oh, God really is here. So, for example, I did a missions trip in South Africa a couple of years ago. We went over there and we built shacks in the townships. We worked in an orphanage. Uh, we worked in a hospice for children. Um, and we did all that sort of stuff. And we were working in churches and planting veg uh, and, yeah, just really helping with the townships and people in Bloemfontein, South Africa. And I would say through that work, I met so many incredible people, so many incredible Christians that were living in dire conditions, yet they really accepted Christ. And for me, that was so heartwarming to see that they know Christ, even though they're living in that situation. And I want to, as a sister in Christ, I want to help them out as well. Um yeah yeah um are there any uh, what was your family um reaction to this because obviously this is something that they didn't go through um necessarily when they were your age or that age sorry um what was their reaction to you going through this process which to them may have been you know extremely different to what they thought would happen so as i touched on before my mom i'm so fortunate in the fact that she started her journey with me and we have come to know Christ together. We've grown in faith together and just helped each other through that. And yeah, really studied the Bible together and gone along to church together. We've done everything to start our journey off. And now that I'm at university, we're still in touch uh, and talking about, oh, this sermon was good. Maybe uh, take a look at it. Or, oh, this song that I heard today was really, really, really encouraging. So we still have that, but it's not in the same sense that we're going to church every day together. But I'm so, so fortunate in the fact that my family have supported me through everything. They've supported me through my choice to do midwifery. They've supported me through my GCSEs, my A-levels, uh, coming to university. And so I am really fortunate in the fact that no matter what decision I come to, I know that they'll be behind me and support me. Um, and my mum actually came to faith, which is amazing is there any people that you know that, that that was very different for them that they never received the uh the support of their of their loved ones in in some of their spiritual journeys you know I've, I'm, I'm thinking more maybe people who have uh, who have um become converts to Christianity from maybe other faiths uh what what would you say to those sort of people that may have going through a, quite a difficult time in converting to any religion so with Christianity we are one family and so I've really seen through my struggles in life or when I'm feeling down or when I see other people struggling in the faith that our church community and other Christians, no matter where you are in the world, are just like family to you. They support you. They love you. They sacrifice time, money, resources for you. And they really do act like a family. So it is sad and it is really awful when you hear stories of people that maybe have been disowned by their family or maybe it's really put a strain on their relationship. But at the end of the day, when you speak to them, a lot of them, and I'm not saying all of them because everyone's experiences are different, but a lot of them will say that they've got a new family and that's the Christian community because we are so close-knit. We support one another um, and we just help each other as though we are family and I would say that through my faith I have gained brothers and sisters 
of all ages, of all genders, of all race. Um, and it's just amazing because you can see people that maybe have been in prison, uh, people that are head teachers or doctors, and they're just sat in the same pew. I now want to talk a bit about your um, your time at university, the stuff you get involved with at university. So firstly, how did you find the SU at university? Was it at the, um, at the at the Freshers' Fair or, you know, how did you get involved with that? So, yes, it was at the Freshers' Fair. So I knew that some ch- uh, some universities or most universities have a Christine Union, but I didn't know how to get in touch with them. And so I went along to the Freshers' Fair, got 101 flyers, like I'm sure everyone else did, got free pizza, got free sweets. Like, <laughs> I was so happy. Um, yeah, I was set for life then uh, with food. But then I came along um, to one of the areas and it was the Christine Union area. And so I started speaking to them there at the Freshers' Fair. So any new freshers, um, I would recommend in the coming year to go ahead and um, just have conversations, whether you're Christian or not Christian, because they're there, they're happy to answer these questions. And yeah, they welcome everyone. And so I found out at the Freshers' Fair and through the events that they were running, I found out more about um, what, how to get involved and what uh, the CU are. So was it something that you, you, when you went into university, you were trying to find the Christian Union? Were you, were you actively trying to find these people or, or was it something that you weren't sure about getting involved with? So I was actively looking for a church because that's, I need that church community. And so through doing so, I had heard that there's actually a group of young Christians that are based in the university, in the Christian Union. And so through that, I was looking for them too. Um, but I started off with just looking for a church and found out through the, about them through that. What is the objective of the Christian Union? I mean, what do you guys strive for? So the Christian Union is run by students for, uh, for students. And this can be students that are Christian or students that are non-Christian. We welcome all. And we just really want to share in that fellowship and love for one another and support one and each other. Um, so whether that's through a Bible study and coming to know more through that Bible study, or whether that's just through sharing a meal together and encouraging each other after a long week. Unfortunately, at the moment, we can't meet because of COVID restrictions, but we're doing a lot online. And so we're still supporting each other. We're still having Bible studies, prayer meetings. And so, yeah, we really are supporting each other and sharing that hope that we have in Christ through these difficult times. So the Christian Union is, is just as much of a, of a Christian organisation as a, as a non-Christian organisation. Yes. Um, so obviously we believe in Christ. We are mostly Christians and that's why we come together to share in fellowship to do Bible study so we are a Christian organization um, that love Christ that have that relationship with God through Christ but we accept all uh, because we want other people to also come to know Christ and to share in that love that we have for him yeah and I think Christianity as well is it's such a, a broad religion there's so many different denominations of Christianity um, which I'm sure all of our listeners will be aware of. Um, is there a main denomination that comprise the Christian Union or are you comprised of many different uh, denominations who are equal in, in representation? So like I touched on before, we welcome all. Um, so we have 
a really great diverse um, group of different denominations. So we've got Anglicans, we've got Catholics from, well, people from Catholic backgrounds, we've got Baptists, um, Brethren, Pentecostal. So we have got lots and lots, and I can go on. <laughs> um, and you meet people from all different backgrounds, but ultimately they believe in Christ and that he died for us, that he uh, was resurrected and that he went to heaven. And that through him, we are forgiven and we can have that relationship with God. Do you have discussions with each other in terms of the different denominations about, you know, what each of you may believe in or, or separately believe in? You know, do you do you foster that encouragement of the discussion about that, or do you look at you do you look at the denominations as, as not being very very helpful or useful? I think it's always useful if you have um, disagreements or if you have differences. So not necessarily disagreements, but differences, because that means you can have healthy discussions like we're having um, and like you've had with other people on the podcast like you might not believe ex everything that they're saying but you have these healthy discussions and it helps you to grow in your understanding and so I'm actually living with three other uh, Christian girls but they're from different denominations and we constantly have healthy discussions where we're like we ultimately believe the same thing we believe that Jesus loves us and that through him, we can have a relationship with God. But we also have secondary things that we have differences in. Um, and it's okay because we can have those discussions. We can turn to the Bible and just, it strengthens our understanding of those differences. Can you give me an example of that, of, of, of those discussions that you have with your housemates that, you know, you know, disagree with, I don't want to say disagree, but you, you look at in a different light. I would say baptism is a big one. So in even within the same denominations, people are saying babies should be baptised or actually should be baptised as an adult. And so there are those um, differences in beliefs. And so we have touched on that and had discussions. And ultimately, yes, there's that difference, but that doesn't mean that we love Christ any less or that we're any less of a Christian. Um, and uh, do you work with other sort of religious groups at university? You know, do you do events or, or, or in any way work with, I'm sure there's there's other religions that have uh, societies as well. And how close are you with those groups? So we have recently had two weeks of Missions Week, which is run by CUs, so Christian Unions, from all the Manchester universities. So we've actually come together over the last two weeks and we've had discussions and been able to invite friends along to socials and talks. And it's been re a really great atmosphere to just discuss these things with people at different universities around Manchester. So we have had that and I would definitely recommend people accessing the videos from that. So they were recorded, so they'll be put on YouTube soon, I think. And so I definitely recommend, even if you're not a Christian, just listening to that, because there were some questions like, um, is Christianity just a white man's religion? And stuff that a lot of non-Christians do think about and ask. And they are really, really good talks. And one of my friends that's not actually a Christian came along to one of the talks on Zoom and said it wasn't the answer she was expecting. So I definitely recommend watching it and don't go in with any like ideas, just go in with an open mind and listen to it. So I would say, yeah, we have a strong connection with 
Christine is from the different Manchester universities, but we also have uh, Christians in Sport, uh, Christian Medical Fellowship, Just Love, um, which is a Christian social justice group. And so we've got these different groups that we support and we've got members in them as well. So just because you're in the Christian Union doesn't mean you're not in one of those groups. And I know friends that are in different groups like the hockey team and but also in the Christian Union. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm sure the Christian Union is, is, is slightly different to other societies. I mean, I'm part of a few societies and you have the kind of events that you know, for example, games nights or, or bar crawls or things like that. Do, do those sort of things exist in the Christian Union or is it mainly focused around, as you said, um, prayer groups and, and and having meals together and things like that? We have socials. We're just a bunch of students um, that enjoy spending time together. So we have regularly gone to McDonald's after a session or gone to Weatherspoons when it was still open and... <laughs> just been able to have a drink together, share a meal together. And um, we've gone bowling. And I know there's obviously strong friendship groups as well that are formed in the Christian Union. So they have socials. We're not robots. We are just a bunch of Christians um, and students that enjoy spending time together, enjoy spending time with our friends. Um, and so we meet and yes, we do have Bible studies. We do pray but that's not everything. We also have socials as well. Yeah. So my favourite in Freshers was actually Grub Crawl. Um, so it was a play on pub crawl, but you went to different people's houses when you could actually do that <laughs> before COVID. And you have a starter at one house and you have a main at the other and then you have a dessert. And for you going around the houses, you're meeting new people. So we do know how to have a laugh. Um, we're not just Christians just sat around in a corner praying. Um, yes, we do pray, but we also have a laugh and have fun. Well, I'll tell you what, those grub crawls, I mean, I, 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 I eat a lot of food, so I don't think I'm the right person <laughs> to invite along to those things. <laughs> um, but uh, what is the best thing you would say about working with the Christian Union uh, and why? I mean, that's probably quite a hard question, but try your best to answer it. I would say the fellowship. Um, so the love that we have for one another. Um, I've built so many strong friendships with people that I would have not met otherwise. People that are doing completely different courses, but we've become friends through the Christian Union. And so just the fact that you can sit in a cafe and have these differences, but really love one another and just understand one another through the common factor of your faith. And so I would definitely say the love that we have for one another um, is so immense. Um, we, even just with COVID, um, when people have been isolating, they've had loads of people dropping around food parcels or chocolate or pick-me-ups just to help them. So that just shows the love. Um, people that we wouldn't have ever thought about um, we've gone around to the house well not actually in <laughs> we've been invited by the social distancing rules but dropped it off at the doorstep and just helped them so yeah just the love that we have for one another yeah um now I, we've had a chat about your your introduction to religion and your, your time at the university and I want to move on to uh, your your perspective on some issues and and also what you think about certain people's opinions of Christianity as well because I've talked to a lot of people in my podcast and I do always ask ask them all this about um this because I think it's important to 
realize when you're an activist or if you're a volunteer in anything um you know you, ha- you come across people who are skeptical or people who are unsupportive of these things and and how people deal with them i think is quite important so um i think the differences between different denominations tends to be classed on, on things like social issues um so for example you know i did christian ethics when i was in school for my part of my re gcse um, and we were constantly told about the different social issues of different churches you know the catholic viewpoint the anglican viewpoint the methodist viewpoint um firstly how how important is that really when you when you're learning about religion i would say you need to understand different people's viewpoints like we need to understand why people don't accept christ why they would call themselves an atheist or why people believe um in islam or why people believe certain things about christianity because through understanding differences in opinions we can really formulate our own we can't be stuck inside a bubble just thinking this is my view this is the only view that matters like we've got to open ourselves up to discussions and i personally love discussions so i've got friends that are muslims i've got friends that are atheists i've got friends that just don't know and that's fine because you can have those healthy discussions you can agree to disagree but ultimately through having those discussions you really understand why you think something so why you um, believe in a certain aspect or why you've really accepted christ and not um accepting a god from a different religion and so i think it is important to have those discussions and to be loving through those discussions not to judge another person but to really have those healthy discussions um also there's i mean there's a lot of people as well that i would i I can think of that would sort of see the decline of religious practice in the western world and see how religion in a lot of ways is is becoming less practiced nowadays um and uh, what would you say to people like that who who are seeing there's, or, or maybe are a little bit sceptical of the side that religion is playing in, in modern day society? I would say talk to a Christian friend and get to know why they believe what they believe. Don't take statistics as a whole, because yes, they're useful in understanding certain aspects of um, life, of civilization, but you need to really understand why a Christian believes what they believe to understand why they believe that. And so I'd say just talk to a Christian friend or just discuss that with them. Um, Because for me personally, I've seen at university so many people come to know Christ through events of the Christian Union or through church or just through our general outreach with people. So maybe we did this um, dial a donut so people in halls could, when we were allowed to, people in halls could send a text message and we'll take a donut to their front door and just have a conversation with them. And so I have seen so many people come to know Christ and it's been so encouraging. And so I would say maybe there is a decline, but I have seen so many people come to know him. I know so many people that do know him. I know a lot of people that also don't. And that's okay because we need to respect one another, but we're ultimately wanting to share in that love. So if I have a conversation with someone and we're talking about our faith, I ultimately want them to accept Christ into their life. But I also accept that maybe they don't want to do that right now, or maybe they never will. And that's okay because I love that person. But I ultimately want them to know Christ because for me, it's such a big part of my life, that relation that I can have with God 
through Christ and that love that I know God has for me and the love that I have for God is something that's a big big part of my life something that I think is such an encouragement has helped me free so much and so I would want someone else to also have that just like if you try um, a really nice chocolate cake for example and you would want someone else to um, try it too because you love that person and you want them to also enjoy it um, obviously faith I would say is much bigger than that chocolate cake uh, in the grand scheme of things but I also want people to share in that hope that I have through Christ and ultimately the eternal life that I get through loving God and loving Christ and so I want to share that but I agree with having those um, discussions. A lot of people may point to uh, a barrier to them getting involved um, or, or becoming Christian um, or being involved with Christianity um, one of the things they may point to was the church's positions on social issues. And I've talked to people who have been quite reluctant to get to become religious based on those social issues and, and maybe people who were gay or people who um, were, were transgender, for example, who feel that the church doesn't welcome people like them. Um, what's your viewpoint on that? What would you say to them? I would say we're not called to judge. So if you go to a church that doesn't make you feel welcome, then it's not something that's wrong with you. It's something that's wrong with that church. And sadly, yes, there are some churches that aren't welcoming, but we're called to be loving people as Christians. We're called to love our neighbor and to not judge people because it ultimately it's God, it's God that judges people, not us. And our job is to love one another whether you are um, gay, whether you are from a different race or whether you have a different stance on certain social views, we're called to love those people and really accept them into the church. So I would say that if they don't feel accepted into the church, challenge that, have healthy discussions and um, talk about it, talk about their experience and just come to know Christ because he doesn't, he loves you. And we're not called to know him as perfect people because as Christians, we accept that we're not perfect. We accept that we've not got it all together and that we have different views um, to maybe what the Bible's saying. And we're called to come to know Christ ultimately, to have a relationship with God through Christ. And through doing so, we might want to make changes in our lives. We might want to understand certain things more. But ultimately, you don't need to come to faith as a perfect human being because you're never going to be a perfect human being. And so you've got to first accept Christ into your life and then let him change your life through that. Do you feel at odds with the church on any specific issues? And it's, has it, has it, has it um, affected you with your own journey? No, I wouldn't say that I am at odds with the church on issues. I have had healthy discussions. I have read the Bible, seen what it said. And I've been fortunate that I'm in a church that we do have these discussions, that we ta uh, tackle difficult questions, that I've got a really great set of friends and um, of people in my church that I can go to with questions, that I can have discussions with and just maybe iron out anything that I don't quite understand or know that if I have a different viewpoint to them, it's okay, but we've just got to discuss that and understand why I've got that viewpoint and why they've got that viewpoint. So I wouldn't say that I am at odds um, with anything 
within the church or an issue within the church. But I would say that if anyone is at odds, discuss that. Don't keep it in. Discuss it because it will help the person that you're discussing it with as well, because they'll understand why they think a certain way. And you might change their views or they might change your views. Do you think that these discussions that you you, you were to have, you know, uh, would they have an impact on the bigger issue the bigger scheme of things you know will having discussions with people um at your local church could that could that lead to bigger more fundamental change within the church and and their understanding of certain social issues i would hope so i think your podcast as well with talking to different people from different backgrounds has really shown that it all starts with a small uh one person making a small change or making a small difference and that one person can do a lot and we're constantly told that we can do stuff with our life that we can make a difference and I think it's about time that people put that into practice and really believe that they can make a difference start small and then escalate it and hopefully can make a big change hopefully especially with the church we can be a more loving society and just really show the love that we have for one another and my hope is through that love we can help people come to know Christ. And finally Emily what advice would you give to someone who's looking to get involved in the Christian Union or any religious society at university? I would say get stuck in, follow the Christian Union of Manchester's um, Facebook page, their Instagram page, and just get involved, ask questions, um, search for a church. We can help you find a church. Um, Talk to your Christian friends. They would really love it if you reached out and asked them a question or asked more. Um, Reach out to those Christians that you know. Turn off at a church or maybe watch it online. It's never been easier to watch a service online and get in touch. So, yeah, just really be proactive in getting in touch with people that you know that are Christians or people that you don't know and just asking questions. We don't expect you to know the whole Bible. We don't expect you to want to accept um, God and accept Jesus into your life right now. But we're happy that you want to ask questions, that you want to know more. So just get stuck in and find out more. And uh, how can people find out more about Christian Union? What is your, uh, this is your chance to promote some of your Instagram and Facebook uh, handles. So it's the Uni of Manchester Christian Union. And so if you just type that in on Instagram, it should come up. And if you type it in on Facebook, it should come up. So it's the UOM underscore Christian Union. And if you just type that in on Instagram or Facebook, then it will come up and just give them a follow, give them a message. There's links on there on how you can get involved and just get really stuck in. You don't have to be a Christine. You could just want to find out more following on from this podcast. Or maybe you've got questions that you want to ask. We'd be happy to answer them. So just get in touch. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Emily. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed my discussion there with Emily. I think it's great what Christian unions do in terms of accepting people of all viewpoints to encourage good-natured debate and discussion. And in a world where more and more people are questioning religion due to its supposed inability to foster this discussion, the work that Christian unions do here at the University of Manchester and across the UK, it's vital to crushing this predetermined opinion. Join me next time for another episode of Better Discussions. Goodbye. (laughs) 